Hello, 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 and welcome back to the season finale of Unapologetic Sex with DG. I'm your host, DG, and this is the Unapologetic Sex with DG podcast. Sorry for being repetitive, it's just a habit of mine. So, for this last episode, I wanted to do something kind of special and kind of fun and something I feel like I haven't really touched on too much this season, and this was BDSM. And this episode is my appropriate, consensual, and honestly best way I got introduced to BDSM. I had dabbled in it before this story, but this story time in particular was how I learned how to actually vet doms and how to use my voice correctly as a submissive. As you may know by now, I'm a switch. But when I first started in BDSM, I was primarily a submissive and a pain slut. So trigger warning, this does involve cropping, scratching, biting. I get consensual pain inflicted upon me in this episode. So if that's not something you're in for or into listening to, this is your trigger warning. So I also wanted to throw a shout out there to my latest Patreon patron, and that is Amanda Diane. And thank you so, so much for being a patron. I'm so glad to have you there. If you would like to be a patron as well, that is at patreon.com slash unapologetic sex with DG. So what I want to go into a little bit before going into our last episode of the season, I will be back in May with our season two and we'll have a whole new episode, more interviews, more story times and more info dumps. Let me know which one you want to hear more of, but I have a little bit of a story I want to tell you before we hop into this episode to end the season right. And the story I want to tell you is how I celebrated my 33rd birthday on this planet and in this form and in this body with some of the most amazing people I know and how I finally got to feel like I am succeeding at what I'm trying to do. So for my birthday, since I was little, we used to have these giant events. And well, (laughs) the pandemic sure as hell changed that. And so did me moving around a lot. I've moved, wow, almost six times in the last three years. And (laughs) that's a lot. I'm hoping not to move again for a while, but I haven't really maintained too many groups of friends. I definitely have an amazing group of friends in San Diego. I have an amazing group of friends in Philadelphia and Jersey. I have an amazing group of friends in South Carolina, but my birthdays growing up were giant parties and the pandemic changed all of that as well. So as I've gotten older, my birthdays have gotten smaller, smaller, and smaller. And this birthday included, but it wasn't small in the sense that it's been small the last couple years. Like the last couple years, I've literally just spent my birthday with my roommate having a cake or dinner that I have made for myself for my birthday. Well, my one friend let me stay with her 
my whole birthday week, my nesting partner came down to San Diego as well, and we celebrated a mutual friend's birthday, whose birthday was on the 6th. Shout out to Scarlett Checkers. Um, she is absolutely amazing. Go check her out. It was her birthday. On Saturday, on my birthday, we celebrated by going to the Southern California Renaissance Pleasure Fair, and it was amazing. We spent the whole day wandering around. My feet were killing me by the end of it. We got to eat some really amazing food, see some awesome shows. I watched The Bloodiest Joust I've ever watched, uh, albeit the shortest, because I'm from Pennsylvania and the PA Rent Fair has some ridiculous jousting, but I very much enjoyed the joust at the Pleasure Fair. And I got to dress up. My friend who took us, she gave me a belly dancing outfit to wear and she went as a pirate. And my partner just looks like a pirate. So he just wore this really awesome leather coat and got his hair done in Viking braids and looked amazing. And he's just so gorgeous. But that's how I celebrated my birthday. And before we start, I want to ask you, how do you celebrate your birthday? Tell me in the comments, reach out to me on my socials, let me know in a review of my podcast. I would love to hear your thoughts. They mean a lot to me. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to the season finale of season one of Unapologetic Sex with DG. Let's have some fun being introduced to BDSM with a story time. All right, enjoy and let's dive in. Story time, welcome back. Let's do this. So this is a great story and this is a good one to hear if you're getting into BDSM. So, I had this partner who was also new to BDSM and I was in my early 20s. They were older than me and they were just learning and they were looking for a submissive. So they wanted to see if I would consent to being tested on in a sense. And I agreed. What we agreed to was them flogging my back and scratching it up and stuff because I very much like pain and I very much like impact play. And so this partner wanted to use me as a guinea pig and I was completely okay with it. So we're playing together and we're we first start by making out we have a really good fuck session. And then after we fuck, because that's what we agreed, we decided that it was time to bring out the implements. So I brought out the ones that I had and they brought out the couple that they had. So they first started out with a riding crop on my back and riding crops are stingy. Like they are very stingy. This person went all the way up and down my back. He, they took their time and just made my back some very pretty colors each hit was like a little bee sting not as severe though it was like it was like a light almost like a light tapping actually they didn't go very hard with the crop so it, it just felt like a light tapping and it felt really really good and then moved on to a flogger 
And a flogger is a multi-tailed type of implement. They hit my back and had me count it. And I think I went up to 20. And I had to restart once because I lost count. So it probably was more like 30 by the end of it. And it felt so good. And it was so intense. And we had implemented safe words. I had my safe words. So if it got to be too much, I would just tell them. Then my dom in this scenario asked me, what would I like next? And I told them that I wanted to be scratched. So they started out just by a gentle scratch, like gently going up and down my spine with their fingers. They didn't have very long nails. So they, they really had to like, even for just a gentle scrape down my back. They had to they had to dig in a little bit and it felt really good. And they checked in with me and asked me, did I want them to go harder or softer? I told them harder, so they went harder. And I was sitting on all fours throughout this whole thing. And then I tell them to go harder one more time and they scratch really hard and really deep and fast. And I just collapse and I... I asked them to keep going. So they keep going. Then I asked them to bite me and they bit me and they bit me hard. Um, not enough to break skin, but they bit me hard. And, and then they kept biting me and they were scratching me and biting me at the same time. It was amazing. And it was so intense and it felt so good. And then I was getting close to calling out my like hard limit word, but I didn't have to. My my uh, partner in the scene called end a scene, and then we just went straight into aftercare, which was cuddling, talking. We checked in. They got me some water. I grabbed towels, and we just sat and talked about it for a good twenty minutes, and just enjoyed each other's company until. They had to shower and go home. And after they showered, I showered because they weren't very much into co-showering, which I was fine with because that was too intimate. And we were just casual sexual partners. So it wasn't something I wanted to engage in with that type of partner. So after they left, I just remember sitting in bed and feeling so happy and just feeling so joyful. And it wasn't something I experienced very often. And it kind of scared me, but it made me realize like, so this is what happens when someone actually cares. This is what happens when someone actually takes the time to understand another person and, and wants them to enjoy themselves. And you both have the mutual respect for each other that you, you want each other to gain something from the experience and you want each other to be happy by the end of it. It just was like, it was so enjoyable. And I didn't have many experiences like that prior to this. I was so blissfully happy that I had one of the first nights in a very long time. I remember that I slept and I didn't have any nightmares. And it was because I felt seen, heard, and loved. And my consent was constantly checked in on and I felt like this partner actually wanted me to enjoy myself and wanted me to have the best sex and sexual experience possible and 
Yes, it was under BDSM, but it was also under us being friends and we wanted our friend to be happy. It was amazing. And what I took away from this was that consent matters and how you ask for consent matters. This partner didn't just ask me flippantly if they could do something. They said it in a way that I knew their intention was to make me happy and to make themselves happy, that this was something they wanted us to have mutual pleasure with. And it surprised the hell out of me. And it made me so happy. The other thing I realized was how important that talk was before and after. And before it was so important because we needed to establish our boundaries. We needed to establish what we would and wouldn't do. And we had to establish what we were comfortable with each other experiencing during this scene. And then the after was so important because my body had just gone through something that was super intense and it was very painful. So so coming down from that, I, I needed safety. I didn't quite hit sub drop. And, but I, I wasn't quite myself. Um, I refer to it almost as fuck brain. I will define these at a later date. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's what that feels like. This is what it feels like to be emotionally cared for and like in a safe space. It was amazing. Thank you for listening to me today. And I hope you have the best sex ever. for sticking to the end yeah that was a fun episode a little intense but it was a lot of fun shout out to that dom who i can't name but uh yeah that was one of the best experiences in my early bdsm experience like seriously the fact that this dom took such good care of me and was so willing to talk to me and just be so caring. So let's do the takeaways. Number one, always vet your doms. Number two, just because someone seems like they're going to be a good person doesn't always necessarily mean they are, though sometimes some people are exactly who they say they are, and that's good or bad. Number three, always have a safe word or gesture or something depending on your scene and make sure it's discussed beforehand. Number four, have a debriefing session, be it the same day or like shortly after the scene if you're at a play party or a couple days later if you're in the BDSM lifestyle and your partner can check on you days later. Um, Just make sure that you do a debrief. If you do it professionally, maybe debrief with a friend or a partner. Just make sure you're taking care of your mental health in some shape or form. BDSM scenes can get intense. They can be painful. They can be fun. They could be mentally draining, but they are usually something that you're choosing because you enjoy it and you love it. Number five, Be true to yourself and be true to what you want from the interaction. 
do not withhold your safe word. If you feel like you need to use it, use it. There are sometimes varying degrees of safe words for like green is keep going, yellow means we need to either change something or check in with me, and red is of course stop are the basics. Number six, Make sure when you have a dom that you have the conversations around consent, you know what your hard and soft limits are, and make sure that you do discuss your mental health and physical health because different aspects of BDSM can be affected. Number seven, and this is the last one, is just enjoy yourself. Enjoy the experience. If you're someone in the BDSM community, just enjoy it and enjoy the scene or enjoy the lifestyle that you're living and just be grateful for it and be happy if you have a dom or sub or both or a switch who is really good at communication and consent and you both can feel seen and heard. It's not going to be all the time. Life is messy, but you know what I mean. So this is also the last episode of the season and to end it, I wanted to say Please join me and my Patreon because I do live Q&As once a month. I also do live coaching sessions once a month, and I do live one-on-one coaching. So if you want to get a coaching experience from me personally and you want it private, This is definitely one of the best ways to do it, and it's one of the more affordable ways. I do offer one-on-one coaching, and I do offer couples coaching as well as polycule coaching. So I am available for you. Uh, I offer a free 45-minute exploration call to make sure I fit for you. And if I'm not a perfect fit, I'll make sure you have resources to help you moving on in your journey and that you get the proper care you need. If you like what I'm doing, please, please like, rate, review, share. Share this with everybody you know. It means the world to me. It would mean so much to me if you could share this with the world. Oh, and I wanted to add one more thing before we go. Um, I haven't posted this interview yet, but I got to interview one of my professors, and they have a book out. Um, Her name is Yukena Osai, and I just call her UC because it's easier, and she lets me. And she has a new book out called Sexy Swagger, A Guide to Reimagining Your Sex Life. And it is so good, so helpful, and it's actually a very fun read, so I highly recommend it for you. And she is giving us an amazing discount. If you're in my audience and if you listen to me, and she's giving you a 15% off discount if you use the code DANGEROUSG at checkout. So please totally go do that. Get her book. Leave her a review. Let her know what you think. It is so awesome, and you get 15% off when you use my code, DANGEROUSCHI. So I wanted to throw that out there for you. And one last thing I want to say is thank you, thank you so much for joining me on this journey. All my social links will be down below. How to contact me will be down below. If you want to just show your appreciation, please 
send a tip for all my hard work to Cash App or Venmo, Dangerous Ginger, it's all one word, and put an emoji in the subject and just send me a tip. That would be so helpful. It takes a lot of energy and I would love to be able to pay my amazing, amazing sound editor and editor, Rick Lewis, who's absolutely amazing. Yeah, huge shout out to Rick because I could not do this without him. So there you go. And that's another reason why you should join my Patreon. Just throwing that out there. Okay, well, I love you so much. I'm so grateful that you're alive and you exist and that I want you to just go out there and live your life as unapologetically and as messy as you can. I love you. Take care. <laughs>